Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back at it for a second episode, y'all. What's up, man? I hope I ain't scare y'all away too soon, man. But I'm definitely back at it. I'm going to keep this thing rolling, man. It's GovCon with Courtney, man. You can catch me on all po- uh, platforms, man, with podcasts. You can definitely catch me on Instagram as well, uh, GovCon with Courtney. So yeah, man, uh, last time I picked up, man, and I was, uh, I pretty much was just talking about how to get started in uh, the local space, man, uh, and GovCon uh, Gov contract. I gave a little uh, background on myself, man. Um, I'm pretty much just want to pick up where we left off at as far as the uh, local and the um, uh, city and the county government contracting space man i want to pull up something on my uh on my in on my uh, laptop real fast man just to show a a simple how simple it is to really go, uh really find a contract really man so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go to my uh my hometown and i'm gonna type in the uh procurement uh department again and show you guys what it uh, tell you guys exactly what it is they actually how they actually be doing them and what I've seen the average uh, county and city do when they promoting their uh, RFPs and their RFQs and uh, and stuff like that, man. But it's again you're going to want you're going to want to look into the uh, the purchasing uh, division or the purchasing department. That's where. They that's where the business is as far as like the small businesses and stuff like that. That's that's who actually solicit the um, uh, the contracts in all of the cities, all of the counties. Um, And so these are the people who you want to actually start building these relationships with, man. You actually you actually can email these people. You can call them. You can ask them uh, questions about how to get set up. Now, you can't ask them questions about current. Uh, be it, I mean, current uh, contracts that's going on at that specific time, but you can ask them questions about uh, small, uh, like questions about uh, government contracting and like questions about their process and stuff like that. Um, and it, like I said, again, it gives you who the contracting officer is or the contracting manager is uh, for that uh, for that specific contract. It gives you the uh, the due date as well. That's really the that's one of the most important things that you want to check when you are on these websites, and that's the due date and the time. Because hey, if you if you let's say Let's say today is Sunday, right? And you're looking at it right now, and you're not even paying attention to the due date and the time. But it's supposed to be due. It's supposed to be turned in Tuesday. Come Wednesday, you look at you. Uh, you then that's when you see the time. You done spent twelve, thirteen hours looking over some stuff, getting all the proposals ready, getting quotes ready. You done called several people to try to get their quotes and stuff like that. You done got everything drawn up. You like, yeah, I'm gonna put this in. And then Wednesday come, you notice that the time that the uh the due date was the date was yesterday. You know what I mean? Like that's really one of the first things that you want to check outside of, you know, making sure that it's something that you uh, like it's a uh, RFQ that you or RFP that you actually want to do, you want to actually make sure that, yo, when is this thing due? Do I got enough time to actually do this, or or you know, do I can I pass this on to somebody that can 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 get it done right now, or do I have to just suck it up and go to the next one, the next opportunity that's out there? 
You know what I mean? And if it's too close and, you know, you can't get it done in a certain time, then, you know, nine times out of ten, you probably have to go to the next one, man. But, again, a lot of these uh, a lot of these um, bids and a lot of these solicitations, man, really be – they really be simple, man. They ask for the exact thing that they, that they actually want when it comes to government contracting. For example, man, like they wanted a uh, purchase of gun safes, right? And so, and I went to the day, I went to the uh, commissioner's meeting when they talked about this bid right here as well, but they had already paid for it. They ended up, um, find, they ended up, you know, finding the spot to purchase the, um, the con, well, the, not contracts, but purchase the safes from, um, it, I think it was a, a town over a company outside of Atlanta, I believe. Like I checked, I had looked at it and everything, but they were in Georgia somewhere. But anyways, they used, they didn't even use, um, like, money from the budget that they get. They used seized money. You know what I mean? Money that they was getting from dealer, drug dealers and stuff like that, man. So I was like, dang, how they, how they was able to do that? But, you know, that's what taught me, like, yo, like, they actually, it's, when a county or when a city get a certain amount of money or they seize some money, they able to use that to purchase goods or products or services, man, from, you know, right from small businesses that's in their community. Or if it ain't no business that's in the community, that's doing that or doing those services or have those products. That's why they reach, they outsource it somewhere else. You know, they may go to a, a bigger company that's that actually put in a bid, or they may go to another bigger company that they know of and just contact them directly. They are, they are able to do that when they, when they can't find um, a, a service or they can't find a product that they're actually looking for or what's out there ain't up to, their standards, you know, it's up to them to decide, yeah, we want to do this or yeah, we, yeah, we good working with y'all. And, you know, it's not, it's not up to us. Like you can have whatever past performance that you want to have and, you know, but it's ultimately still up to them, man. So that's where, you know, the, it's still a, a, um, a gray area in that field, man. It's still like racism in the field because, it's still they still people at the end of the day, man. Like they work, a, it's a regular nine to five job, man. Like working at the city hall or working, you know, in a in the purchasing department or working in the VA department or whatever. Like those are regular, like regular nine to five jobs, unless they work outside of those hours. You feel me? And it's the same thing. So they go to sleep, they cry, they do all of this extra stuff, like everybody else do. You know, they just so happen to have a job at the city or have a job at for the county you know and i i believe sometimes they forget that they work for the people you know but that's you know here here and there here or there but i say all that to say man getting started locally is is going to be your best i ain't gonna say your best bet it's going to it's going to be good to uh get some groundwork man and get started man and actually that's where you can build your foundation at Again, that's this is exactly what I'm doing right now, man. Like, I'm getting out here shaking hands, kissing babies, man. I got a few meetings lined up, man. I've I've realized that you actually got to pay some money to be a part of these uh, organizations, man. Like the Chamber of Commerce, like that's an actual couple hundred dollars, like annually that annually that you have to pay. But it puts you around other small businesses and other corporations that's in that county or in that. Uh, municipality that actually 
is looking for you specifically black owned businesses because a lot of them have a lot of them who are who ha, who went in these hundred million dollar fifty million dollar contract they still have to do business with small business like they still have to subcontract a certain a certain amount of that with small businesses as well and I have to look into that a little bit further but it's definitely a way for you to branch out man and, and start networking you know and, and that's what I realized man like yeah it's gonna cost you it, it costs to play a little bit when it comes to getting a little bit of this money even though all of this stuff is public information like everything that I'm talking about as far as like when I just pulled up on his website this is all public information you know now sometimes in some cases I know at least on a federal level you have to get certain types of uh, certifications or you have to get certain type of certificates and stuff like that or certain background checks to get certain uh, top, uh, what do you call those, tech documents to where it's like they don't like, for example, I'm working on this one contract and it's for these, um, well, I'm going to say one of these contracts is for like some tables, right? It's for some lab tables. But the tables just ain't your regular tables. Like these are like I think these tables the they have to hold up to at least three thousand uh three thousand pounds. You know what I mean? So everybody don't manufacture those tables. Those are tables that's uh uh specific. And it was a specific design that they wanted they wanted it as well. So it was how the how the um uh the table was made uh, how much weight the table can hold, what type of table it was. So, like, these are the things that they actually were looking for. So, one of those, like I said, one of those contracts, I couldn't even see how big the uh, the product was or the width of it or how much it weighed or, or anything like that. Like, I'm waiting on right now some uh, signatures to approve my role to even be able to see the information. You know what I mean? And that's and and that's what I mean by getting out there knowing or shaking hands and kissing babies or actually reading a lot of the stuff that they putting out there because I didn't know this. Like I thought I was gonna be able to just go on there and like, yeah, I wanna do this and sign up for this, this and that, and that'll be it. But no, like I had to really put in it now, granted, now it wasn't like crazy paperwork, but you still got to like it's forms that you got to fill out, man, to get to say like, yo, OK, it's really like a liability for them. And it's pretty much saying like, yo, we telling you this is this is information that it can't get out to everybody. You know what I mean? So this is the reason why we ain't just put it out to the public. So if you if you get this information, if we give you this information, this right here is what can happen. This is what's going to happen if this gets out on your watch, pretty much. So they passing off the responsibility from, you know what I mean, the liability from them and putting it on you. And a lot of that stuff is million dollar lawsuit, a million dollars or jail time. You know what I mean? Just for information getting out. So you have to really be careful when it comes to that. And that's on a federal level, though. So you have to be really careful when it comes to doing doing business, man, and make sure that everything is set up properly, man. Like, I mean, I'm actually even going to have a lawyer check out um, check out the uh, the paperwork before I actually send it in just to glance over, make sure everything's straight. And I'm at, and, and I'm doing I'm going to be doing business with a manufacturer who's already doing business with the government. But granted, 
I still have to have something in place to to watch myself, man, and watch my watch my business. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get uh, any type of low scores or or anything put any negative uh, uh, statements or anything put out there on my end because I didn't do something right or I didn't have something set up. So again, man, when you start reading these um, these solicitations, man, and I'm only suggesting you start on the local and uh, like your city and county level first, because when you start getting into the state and federal level, a lot of these contracts, not all of them, but a lot of these contracts, man, is man, they like. Yo, 50, 100 pages, you know what I mean? And a lot of the stuff you don't have to read, granted, because it's, you know, same thing. You can skim through some stuff. You have to make sure a lot of the info. Once you once you realize what you're reading, you can you can some certain parts of the uh, full solicitation will be scattered out through the um through the first couple of pages and that's really all you want to that's all you want to know and then outside of that you can have your team or anybody else scope out anything else that may or may not be uh, on there that you know you need to know because I, i'm i've been learning some stuff in the last just couple of days of websites and that i had no idea that was up there or stuff that's how i, I um i learned about the um the role that I that I was trying to get, man, to get the tech documents. Like, this is stuff that I didn't know. But as I started reading over solicitation, because that's what I do often, I stumbled across some stuff that I've been that I have been uh, literally just gazing over and not even reading at all. And I, I've read so uh, over a hundred uh, uh, RFQs or RPS. I know within the last month, and I and yes, uh, what two days ago was the first time I seen this website. You know what I mean? And it's been on every single paper that I done read. You feel me? But had I not, had I looked at that before, I probably would have already been in the role that I needed to be in. I probably would have already had the signatures that I, you know what I mean? And approved for everything. So this is where I'm trying to help you guys out to where you don't make the mistakes that I've made. And that's why I'm suggesting that you guys first figure out, make sure that you have a business. What is your business? You know what I mean? What is your uh, your NATE code? That's your NATE code. That's a N-A-I-C-S. That's what a NATE code is. It, it's your specific uh, um, um, pretty much small business. So if you're an accountant, you have a specific NATE code. If you have if you're a landscape, if you have a landscaping company, it's a, a specific NATE code. Janitorial specific NATE code. Like I, they, and it's and it's thousands of them. You know what I mean? Then you have your PSC code. And that and that's where it specifies specifically what it is. Matter of fact, man, I got a it's man, I got a, a great, and I mean a great analogy to explain what uh, a Nate code, the difference between a Nate code and a PS uh, PSC code is, man. And and uh my my guy um Travis Davis, yo, like up there in DC, man, that that guy, he's he gives out a lot of information, yo. And I mean, he gives out a lot of information. And so, and he gave, he was um, pretty much, and go go check his website out, man. But he was, he was pretty much showing the difference or telling people the difference. And I heard, heard him say this a while ago, but I, I liked it. And he was pretty much saying, he was saying that um, you like say, okay, the, say you in a grocery store, right? And the uh, you on an aisle. The Nate code is what's going to put you on that aisle, right? 
that's what's going to get you specifically on the aisle that you need to be on, right? So let's say you looking for if you're looking for some 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 bread or you're looking for some water, or anything like that. Like that Nate code is what's going to put you. It's, that's where that's what's going to put you on that aisle. But the PSC code, that's what puts you on the shelf. You know what I mean? That puts you specifically where you need to be at. You know what I mean? And the PSC codes is more so used for whenever you're doing, um, whenever you're selling products. You know, a lot of that is products. They do have, uh, it's definitely used for services as well, but PSC codes specifically is uh, is used for a product when you're working with a DLA. Uh, and that's a, that's something that's another topic that I that I will discuss with you guys later too because that's what I'm actively doing right now. Building, I realize that, uh, yeah, services is good, but um, the easiest way to get started in outside of consulting, you know, what I mean, what's outside of telling somebody how, you know, showing somebody how to get started in it, doing their paperwork with them, setting up the capability statement, making sure their website is straight, getting them registered on Sam.gov and getting them registered in, the, for, in their state, getting all of this, this paperwork ready, you know, what I mean, getting all this stuff ready for them, uh, setting up, doing a proposal for them, submitting bids in for them like that actually costs. You feel what I'm saying? So being able to consult for somebody, that's another form, which is something that I do as well. Uh, and that's something you can definitely reach out to me for if you're interested in any, in getting started uh, on any of my platforms. But um, what was I at? I say that to say that you can definitely. Um, um, what was I at, man? Doing business with the government on a city level, man. I forgot where I was going with it. Ain't. Let me see. Hold on. I forgot where I was going with it, man. I think I was saying, man, what was I saying? Somebody, I said, so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the PSC codes, man. To where um, doing business, do I, I? I suggest, I suggest uh, selling products first, man. Like I said, outside of being a consultant, I believe selling products to the government specifically is the easiest way to get in man and start making some money like because you don't have to really spend a lot of your money that two hundred dollars that you that you spend every month or every two months on some jordans when they release or that three hundred dollars that you spend man you can literally buy a product for the government for fifty dollars and then sell it in for seventy five and boom you done made seventy five dollars in and whatever and you do that a couple of times like you done already made your money to get them jays in you feel me and you, and you ain't really use your money or you can put that money back into your business and keep buying and you know what I mean just keep working that thing up which is exactly not the amount because I would definitely uh, be working with a lot more than that but. Um, and I'm not even going to be using my money, you know what I mean? Because of what I know now, like I, I'm, I have built a relationship with a manufacturer to where now all I got to do is just find a product, make sure that, you know, the government wants this, send the specs over to him. They going, you know, everything get uh, approved and accepted. They shipping it up. They packaging it for me and shipping it to them and everything. But I'm the one that's going to be getting paid. And then I just paid him on the back end. You feel me? Then I keep mine on top and we keep that thing moving to the next one. You know what I mean? But even even when we while we working on that one and we got that one sent in, we working on the next one because it's so many products out there that the government is looking for. They do. Again, like I mentioned on my last uh, episode, they do not like literally buy anything themselves. They have to put it out there for bids all the way down to the toilet paper. Man, they they actually put a solicitation out there for that. You know what I mean? The toothpaste. 
You can be selling toothpaste to the government if you got a plug on it. You can sell them microphones. Like, you can... Anything you can think of, the government is buying it. I promise you they are. You know, and when I when I when that hit me, which was two months ago, I said, you know what? This is what I'm gonna do. You know, this is where I'm gonna start at, man. I'm gonna start right here on this platform, DLA, and I'm I'm going to build my build my business from here. And then I can go ahead and get into the services that I that I want to get in. You know, and, and along the way, you know, I can I'm still working with other people to get this uh, IT stuff going on because there's a lot of money in that field as well. I'm still working with uh trying to work with people in the janitorial side because there's a lot of money in that field. That's where where my steps is actually going to go go toward once my foundation is built on this um selling the products to them you know because again man that's really the easiest the most simplest way to to get into the government space but again man uh um start out locally man start out right there in your backyard man you have a lot of manufacturers you have a lot of businesses that's right there in your local uh in your city man and in your county it's just we have to get out in front of us out from front of ourselves man and actually uh, get out here and shake some hands and introduce ourselves to these people because believe it or not I mean you probably already know man but those people in them offices man they don't look like us you know but at the same time man they need they need us at the end of the day you know they need us to at least try to do business with them or we they have to say that yes a certain amount of black businesses are trying you know that's why now that's why uh biden had to put out this this uh this new thing and i got to look into that because somebody just told me about it but he just put out a new um what do you call it? an executive order i think it's like eighteen zero 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 four or it's like eight zero 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 four or something like that, but it's a new executive order uh, that he put out that literally says like, "Yo, we we got to start we got to start um, uh, getting more black people, you know, awarded more contracts." And he says specific it's specifically black people, you know, and and that's an executive order that just came out with Biden. So you know, even though I don't, you know I ain't you know. I, I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna get too political, man. But that's one thing I say he definitely uh, did good that I that I agree with on. And so with that, man, we can definitely uh, use that executive order and say like, yo, well, you know, this certain amount has been going, you know, to this this group of people, but we haven't been getting this right here, you know, because we still in that blank, we still in the blanket uh, of um, uh, minorities, but being a minority is not just black people you know uh even even women when white women are considered a minority you know to people that don't know that you know white women are everybody is a minority except for white men put it like that you know what i mean so if you're not a, if they, if it's not a white man they are a minority so they are able to get these benefits that's out there that we are not going after you know that's why they're able to say minority owned businesses you know, minority on this, minority on this. But that's why you see Asians out here getting these uh, me multi-million dollar contracts. You see these uh, Spanish these Spanish companies out here getting these multi-million dollar contracts. It's like eighty-seven percent of uh, of the government contracts that's awarded goes to uh, white-owned businesses. Believe it or not, you know what I mean. And it's 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 a shame because we really are on the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to uh, Asian Americans. Uh, Spanish and Spanish and Latino Americans and uh, white white owned businesses and uh, black owned businesses. We are the lowest when it comes to that. But again, 
I believe that can change, man. Like I believe that that we can actually do business with the government, man. We can actually do good business with the government. Like this is where, like, what my boy Travis say, man. This is how you get your forty acres in a mule, man. That like the different types of set of uh, uh, set aside or certifications, like the eight A, man. That's out here, man. And and the VA, uh, um, what is it? yeah the um, Veteran-owned businesses, man. The again, the women-owned businesses, the disabled veteran-owned business, like all of these are minority-owned businesses. That's who I push for, man. Is minorities, like people that look like us, who are just like us, who came up in the same. Not, I ain't gonna say same because no one came up like us, but who who actually are in the same uh, uh, environment or society, and they get classified with us as being in the same group. You know what I mean? They are the ones that are taking advantage of all these opportunities out here, man. So I want to say let's use these platforms, man, to start, like, making it known for us to start doing business with the government, man, and making it making it cool to have these conversations and making it cool to have these topics. So, because it's, at the end of the day, man, it's needed, man. People out here complaining about money, complaining about not having anything, man, and wanting to do better for themselves, do better for their kids and all of this, man. In government contracting, I believe, is is a space to where we can actually um, we can actually grow, man, and thrive, man. And so uh, on my next episode, man, I want to uh, dive into some of this technology that's being used in the uh, government contracting space, man. And I want to uh, go still, man, stay on the local, the local level, man, and, and actually get some questions from... Um, the listeners out there in the meantime and see what they actually have and what they actually want to know about government contracting and, and, and where they getting lost at, man, because there's a lot of people that just, they get confused in that space. But again, man, it's definitely, definitely something where we can all uh, come up and come up, come up on, man, and actually get some money up out, get some money up out of. But I, um, again, man, I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here for the day, man. You guys uh, can check me out on all uh, podcast platforms, man, at uh, government, uh, GovCom or Courtney. And you can definitely check me out on IG as well. Uh, same, same thing, GovCom or Courtney. Uh, I'm back on Twitter as well, and it's the same tag, GovCom or Courtney. Uh, again, man, check me out on um, on all the uh, plot podcast platforms uh crooks media uh crooks media they definitely are a uh a source and a threat to be reckoned with baby because i'm telling you they doing their thing out here man on these streets man getting everybody involved and getting more people uh uh able to uh, start their own platform man and get the word out there for us man so i definitely appreciate them again uh but again man i appreciate you guys man and um uh until next time baby i'll be i'll be here again man Thank you.